Hello, and welcome to Angels in Fur Coats. I'm Harold, your host. In this series of short stories, I will attempt to warm your heart as well as entertain you. I know many of you are limited to how much podcast you have time for, and I appreciate you giving me a listen. So rather than spending valuable time telling you about myself, I'm hoping that we can get to that as the podcast moves on. So I will get straight to the preface. Yes, I wrote a preface. As though I were writing a book. Normally, an author gets a friend or a famous author to write their preface. I don't happen to know any famous authors. So without further ado, the preface. After 9-11, they began the grim task of the cleanup, which also meant recovering as many bodies from the rubble as possible. So they brought the dogs in, of course, for their scent ability, and the work began. The dogs performed wonderfully and found bodies that otherwise would not have been found. I'm told that after about four days of this, the dogs became depressed what with finding so many bodies, and in unison, stopped working. Yes, they walked off the job. The handlers puzzled over this initially, but were compassionate to their charges and gave the dogs a couple days' respite. After this, the dogs went back to work and completed this grimmest of tasks. I feel sorry for people who say that these guys don't have a soul. We do well to imitate their innocent empathy. If there is a doggy heaven, and I pray there is, these are just a few of the greatest of friends I hope to see again. I hope you'll enjoy these short stories I put together. The laughter and the joy they brought us and the bittersweet goodbyes are all part of the package. Episode 1, The Mini A sweeter kit has never been created. Jet Black, we named her Mini because she was basically a replacement kitty for Midnight, another sweetheart. She was a Mini Midnight, thus the name. When I took her home, she was enamored with Magic and Maya, our two big German shepherds, chasing the big rubber ball in the backyard, going back and forth. Like a younger sibling who thinks that the teenagers are cool. So she began to fetch and retrieve bottle caps and delivering them right to my hand. A more endearing thing you'll rarely see. Minnie loved Maya, and Maya loved her. She would lay next to Maya on Maya's doggy bed. In fact, on the day that Maya died, as fate would have it, I had to take Minnie to a vet appointment. When I brought her home, the drill was that Magic and Maya would greet her out of her cat carrier to inspect her to make sure that she was okay. On this occasion, Magic, true to his nature, did the inspection, as always. Minnie then walked down the hallway looking for Maya, meowing, meow, meow, meow. 
It's kind of sad to see. The wife looks at me and says, what is she doing? I replied, she's calling from Mama Doggy. Maya was the Mama Doggy. Of course, Minnie was not happy when we brought another female German Shepherd into the house, even peeing on her doggy bed, as if to say, you're not Mama Doggy, and you never will be. Although Minnie eventually bonded with Maverick later on and begrudgingly accepted Michaela, she never bonded with any other dog the way she bonded with Magic and Maya. Part of that might have been because the other cat in the house, Michael, was not nice to Minnie at all. In fact, Michael actually often attacked Minnie and at one point even crippling her back legs. She crawled on her front legs for four days and thankfully recovered. Oh yeah, I was pissed. I maintained that if I had to put Minnie down because of this, it would be a two-for-one. Thankfully, it never came to that. Was Michael a mean cat? That's really a story for another day. I remember over the years, I would get up in the morning and say, Hi, Minnie. She would always say hi. No, I'm not kidding. In her little scratchy kitty voice, she would often respond to my greetings and my questions. Now that she's gone, I do regret one thing. She seemed to want to demonstrate her skill while I was trying to drink my morning coffee and read my morning paper. She seemed to sense this and stop doing it, much to my disappointment. Not in her, but in me. Five or six tosses of a bottle cap in the morning should not have been too much to ask for something she was doing to please me. I remember the first day when I took her home, just eight weeks old, and after a rude welcome from that evil kitty, Michael, her laying in my neck, drifting off to sleep as we took a nap, she never got over the joy of just laying down with me and climbing up on my hip, asleep on my right side. Fetal position, if you must know. It was one of her favorite things to do for 12 years. More on Minnie later. For now, suffice to say, we all miss this little precocious ball of fur. Thanks for listening. And rest assured, although I started out with one of our feline friends, I'll be hot on the canine variety soon. I'm hoping you'll hang out with me for at least three or four episodes while I get this podcast thing down. Episode four will be a good one. You can hear the podcast on Spotify and Amazon Music. My thanks to Acast for helping me put this together. Again, many thanks.